Hi, everyone. Before we start this week's episode of Back to Back, make sure you check out other podcasts within our podcasting family. Zillennial Cannon, where Kira and Adam discuss films on the millennial Gen Z cusp and how it shaped them as film fans. Aggressively Okay, where Adam and Joe cover all things pop culture and film. Seltzercast, where Sean and Agassi explore the bubbly world of seltzer. Dan for Life, where Nick, and sometimes Lauren, interview a guest through the lens of the seminal text, Dan in Real Life. Dadcast, where Jillian and a guest sit down to review a movie your dad probably fell asleep to on the couch. And the featured players, where Bram, Beth, and Brendan talk about the weekly status of Saturday Night Live's featured cast. Thank you so much, everyone. Hope you enjoy this episode. Where's Zach and Courtney. Where's Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Who are they really talking? Hello. Hello. We are come. We are the the Guga podcast. <laughs> I want the listeners to know that friend of the pod Aaron determined what the Guga actually was like within yeah. minutes yeah. of listening so, to the podcast. So proof that I'm not fucking crazy because Aaron knew what Guga was right away. So like clearly, yeah, <laughs> fool or genius. Courtney is the fool. I am the genius. Obviously, <laughs> I fell for Guga. Of course, I am the fool. You fell um, for Guga. Speaking of friends of the pod. Ooh, smooth transition Ooh. that you just ruined um <laughs> we are joined by friend of the pod deirdre introduce yourself hi hi i'm deirdre Crean, and um i am a a friend and songwriter and i'm happy to be here and uh I do not know a lot about Beck. I'm just going to come out and say it. It's okay. Welcome. No one that has come on has. But guys. No. I actually Be- have a reason, though. Okay. Do tell. Tell, tell, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone very close to me dated a, a Beck stan during the morning phase era. And so <laughs> once they broke up, I kind of just didn't. I was like, I will never listen to Beck because he's just associated with this person. Um, but now I more strongly associate Beck with you guys, so I can enjoy him now. I guess we're we're, we're, we're we, helping you get through it. We, <laughs> yeah. we don't even we don't even fucking listen to Beck. Speak oh, wait, for yourself. <laughs> Man, guys, guys, you couldn't fucking see it at home, but whenever Deirdre said morning phase, fucking Courtney's ears just like perked up like a little fucking Christmas elf. Like they got all pointy and like shot through the roof. <laughs> Me, I was the morning phase stand that dated your friend. No, I'm just <laughs> yes. she's, she's ready. I've only known Deirdre for the past several months. So. <laughs> she's ready for Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. I am the resident elf because I'm definitely the shortest here, right? Yeah, I could yeah. fucking kick your ass at basketball. Yeah, I'm I'm actually the tallest one here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that because now everybody calls me fucking twelve feet tall, and I'm kind of getting fucking sick. 
So I'm six four and a half. That's great. Dunk on me all you want, because I was actually the worst at basketball. If you tall if you doesn't even automatically good. Yeah, tell that to fucking everyone. The, like middle school basketball team that I was in, because I was like, you should play basketball. You're really tall, and I was fucking tall and then i like couldn't play i'm fucking gangly as fuck and everybody pushed me over my bones would shatter like fucking beck so that's the thing to note deirdre beck has suffered a lot of injuries throughout his life and zach likes to bring it up a lot. i'm just saying like when you're a living fucking like three stooges character like i'm gonna make fun of you <laughs> i do the things I know about Beck are mostly from this podcast. Um, <laughs> so cursed. That's so cursed. No, that's not that's not true. But it's just yeah, I know, I know that mean, Beck yeah. is a yeah. fragile boy. I learned that uh, he is no longer Yes. <laughs> Which reminder, yes. I need to say twice th- I need to say it twice this episode, catch it for last time. So hey, I look do forward to say, that later in the episode. I that, thought- it's not Zach's fault. I okay, edited but- out the S word. It's not Okay, Zach's fault. but it's not Courtney's fault either. Hashtag Courtney didn't do anything wrong or, my, or whatever. Only the S words did anything wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I A cut fun? you off. Here. Exactly. It's one of those actually- like it's complicated. What dear just sorry. I'll i I'll save it for later. When Ooh. are we? Yeah. Okay. Dude, um, that's a mystery. That's a back to back trademark pocket mystery. Yeah. Uh, this episode of the podcast uh, brought to you by Guga. Uh, Guga. <laughs> um, whenever, you know, are you, are you tired of listening to your favorite podcast and your ears are fucking full of earwax? You can't hear with your headphones? Get Guga. <laughs> Honestly, we can be sponsored by Guga because they don't exist, so it's Are, fine. Wait, is Guga like? <laughs> Never mind. So on the last episode, it- he tried to tell me that there is an ear cleaning product called Guga because people had said that the podcast wasn't loud enough, and I was saying that I have I historically have ear problems because I used to get really bad ear infections as a child. Um, so he was like, did you ever use a Guga? And I totally like was like Googling it. There was nothing. He was kidding me. She Googled, she Googled Guga. Yeah. Is it the cousin of the neti pot? That's what I said. It, it's the ear thing. Aaron posted. And that, I said it was the third. I said it was the third cousin twice removed of the diva cup. <laughs> yes. Oh he my does. God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um. Back yeah. to back podcast homework. Uh, send me a diva cup. I want to try one out. <laughs> <laughs> there, I don't even. There's so many things to say that I don't think I can say any of them. Yeah, honestly. Last last note. I just want to see if I can. That's the last thing I'm gonna say on that. So let's uh, moving on. Uh. So um, Deirdre joins us after we actually have Beck related news this week. So we forced her to be involved with it. Um, the Valley of the Pagans music video came out, which is his uh, feature with the gorillas. And um, he's in it kind ooh, of. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's the best part of the video. He Except is. I, lo- I love Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect that. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. When I was like, oh, yeah, they're you- in a car, and then I was like, oh, okay. Like Jamie Hewlett yeah, you- really didn't feel like animating today. 
You guys can fucking quote yeah. Deirdre on that. Deirdre 2020, I love Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I've only played it once, but I love it. <laughs> it was Someone get me the new that. Grand Theft Auto game for Christmas. Yeah, back to back podcast. Back to back podcast homework. Uh, send Deirdre Grand Theft Auto for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> question, question, yeah, question of the day, back to back pod. Uh, have you played Grand Theft Auto? I never have. I feel, I'm not I feel a gamer. like I feel like the homework has been severely outweighed by the questions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tip okay. the scales. Like what how I similarly question? have to tip the scales with uh saying the S word, which I have to say twice this episode. I so thought you were just gonna tell us. Oh no 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 I'm no, I'm I've got a little He's got, got a plan. Got, I, yeah, I gotta sprinkle it in more. I can't just give it to you that easy. No, fucking I was definitely so, going to make a Fifty Shades joke. Not going to do that anymore. <laughs> so uh, I also, like, I feel like Beck and Gorillas are two huge blind spots in, like, the music that I like. It's like I should listen to them more. Um, so I was excited to let's watch this video, and I really liked it. I liked that. <laughs> it was weird. I liked that it was... Uh, cohesive in its not cohesiveness i know what you mean that makes yeah sense. like it's like sur- the lyrics are surrealist the sound is surrealist and then the 25 different animation styles in the one video <laughs> yes. is it's just it all works together really well literally like my aesthetic it's like i'll just throw fucking shit together it'll look cool eventually <laughs> which is also very much like a musical ethos for both of them not that they're not like deliberate with their sound but like you know me and Corey talk all the time they're both very musically diverse artists which is why i love both of them so deirdre saying they're two big blind spots i'm like and i am the blind spot (laughs) yeah Which is well, okay. I just started listening to fucking Phoebe Bridgers or whatever. So <laughs> I am the I am your blind spot, and we are <laughs> filling it in, learning exactly. how to see together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, we're learning to see. It's like a religious awakening. It's like going to an S word convention. <laughs> I didn't say it again. <laughs> I didn't say I'm it. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. <laughs> Dude, Courtney said I'm on thin fucking ice. I'm like a fucking <laughs> fat ass norm of the north. I'm about to bust through. We can't introduce another animated movie. Like we can't. Barnyard's enough. Like back to back podcast question and homework. Have you seen Norm of the North? And if you haven't, uh, go watch it. <laughs> we're loaded up with homework this episode. I know we're like ten minutes in. You've already assigned like three things of homework. Yeah, well, fucking go to school. It's fucking Thanksgiving break, so we've got to assign like ten million assignments. It's November eighth. It's not Thanksgiving yet. It's Thanksgiving. Um. Yeah. The I. Thanksgiving. I enjoyed the video. I thought Beck looked extra like a dad. Like I think I. I know. Like in my mind, he is a, like he literally is a father. But like this was the most like this man has two teenagers <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. 
It yeah, was okay. it definitely was conceived of and made during quarantine, right? They were definitely like yes. back going Abs- Absolutely. Not even like a shade way, but like <laughs> you can watch the video and it's like, okay, these people are in separate locations. Most of the album like what like most of the most recent gorillas album was like they there's one one of the first singles, um Desolet, Damon Alburn was able to fly out to Italy to record it with the artist that was featured on that and like they actually filmed a video like on like como and everything and that's like the only one where everything else is pretty quarantined up or they're fully animated right um, so like they can be in like the guest artist place but like animate the gorillas there so yeah. like, they can still be like separate yeah but for this one i think i know there was an interview with the animator where he said he asked back for facetime footage and then back sent like full-on green screened dancing (laughs) and then the animator was like thanks but like i need facetime footage (laughs) said did i fucking ask you to dance you fucking freak (laughs) no which, I mean, again, look, I'm going to be dropping all kinds of hot takes about this video. Like, I love this video, but, like, uh, in reference to Beck's dancing skills, let's just say, I think it's for the best you can only see his him from the neck up in this video. So mean. That's so mean. Man cannot dance. Man dances we- like the fucking Tin Man with scoliosis. We literally watched the loser video before this happened, and he dances like a white boy, but it's good white boy dance. Okay, yeah, well, that's pre-fucking, like, yeah, he broke reality shattering spine. spine incident. So guys, guys, did you know Beck broke his spine? <laughs> guys, did you know that fucking, like, a Japanese chef came up and, like, categorized Beck's spine with a little fucking cautering knife fucking like chopped up his spine to 18 little different pieces. That is Beck fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes, that is (laughs) you are correct. That is that is Beck fiction. Um about the video I want to be plunged out of a portal into the ocean. Right? <laughs> so bad. That was like a big deal. Zach, can you speak on this more as like the resident actual gorillas fan? They went back to Plastic Beach. Did you like yes. kiss your little pants or what? I fucking, I, I will admit, I kind of piddled a little bit. Just like that girl, just like that girl in the Loser music video that was pissed on the front of her shirt. That was like me <laughs> when I was watching the music video. Can we talk about wait, that? The significance <laughs> of that their, um, is it their third album? It's their third album. It's called yes. Plastic Beach and like that's the cover and there's a lot of like Like the, the structure that. that you see like in the background. Yeah, it's like the, oh, that's the right, album art. Like. It's like the quote unquote mm-hmm. like location for their third album or like their third like main album and uh, I, uh yes, wait I can you say out. what it's called i'll google it plastic beach plastic beach yeah, plastic yeah. Beach. you already said that like twice on a plastic beach careful zach you don't want to get copyrights <laughs> oh we don't give a shit about copyright plastic beach Plastic Beach is really good. I'm seeing a lot of people be like, you know, 
if they're not shitting on gorillas, then like <laughs> this collab with Beck is like their first introduction to gorillas, which like I'm totally down with. Everybody who listens to them finds them at different points in your life. And a lot of people have found them from their collabs with other artists. So like, yeah, you start listening to gorillas from Valley of the Pagans. Like I'm so fucking happy. You will be listening to literally like one of my favorite artists of all time. Okay. Go ahead. What's up? You say your thing. Cause I'm about to change the subject a little bit. Oh, I was just going to say like, I'm, I'm a lifelong, like, casual listener of gorillas but i've gone deep since this album came out because i literally am obsessed with every single song ever and like i've also re-dove deep into blur like crazy i feel like i'm 15 mm-hmm. again and it's lovely i'm enjoying it that's all i have to say she's so happy um i googled plastic beach to see the cover and yes that's really cool um but it comes up like the suggested is electronica albums and it's like Jamie yeah. XX is in color, uh, MGMT's Oracular Spectacular, and then Coldplay's Ghost Stories. <laughs> Guys, shout out to Courtney's favorite band, Coldplay. <laughs> Did you know that that president-elect Joseph Biden, his speech last night ended with Coldplay's Sky Full of Stars? I read that this morning and wanted to jump off my roof. <laughs> Yeah, whenever he was fucking giving his acceptance speech for the presidency, he sang fucking Viva La Vida the entire way through. <laughs> I have a long, long history with Coldplay, Deirdre, that they used to be my favorite oh, band. Yes. And then events happened, and now Coldplay is not my favorite band. I've heard on the podcast before. We don't we don't have to dig it up. It's good. No, that is hilarious. <laughs> no, guys, this is our favorite segment, the cold to play podcast. I would rather die. I would rather be <laughs> poison. I think um, you should bleep the word cold play. Honestly, it's just as bad as that. <laughs> People are gonna get confused. They, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> um, oh. let's talk about cold play and watch the sorcerer's apprentice with jay Baruchel and nick cage is there a cold play song in that <laughs> i know not cold play but there is the artist that played with cold play all the time on the radio during that time one republic <laughs> uh, okay they're not the, they never did a collab i know but like it's one of those things where like i free associate them like in my mind because like Whenever they played fucking Viva La Vida, they played Coldplay on uh, One Republic on the radio too. <laughs> so, they might be in Source Press with One Republic. Dude, I fucking was too. That was like the soundtrack to like me looking out of buses. <laughs> <laughs> and now that guy's like a huge producer. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, he produced um, what? Produced Hyperspace. Uh, yeah, he produced hyperspace. No, he That's produced, a fiction. I think he produced um I think Ryan Tedder produced Alabama Shakes recently. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, that's the incredible thing about having Deirdre on this podcast and why maybe we're shaking in our boots a little. She actually knows what she's talking about when it comes to music because she's a musician. Everybody, can you believe we actually have someone who's even remotely involved with music on the Back to Back podcast for once? (laughs) It's kind of amazing, honestly. 
happy to be here. Um, but that is not correct. He did not produce Alabama Shakes. Oh, Uh-oh. that's Blake Mills. <laughs> Shaky. That's an Alabama <laughs> Shakes fiction. <laughs> the Alabama to Shakes podcast. That's fuck. Shut, shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> oh, hold. I can't. I'm, I'm so offensive. It's the, the state that separates you two. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> it actually is. That's hilarious. <laughs> Let's do an Alabama-based podcast. <laughs> I don't want to drive through Alabama. <laughs> I mean, Courtney oh, said Alabama. before, I mean, obviously we're in the studio right now, so. Yeah, we're, we're all together. Deirdre's yeah. definitely not in the north. <laughs> yeah, definitely. but so hypothetically, if me and Courtney were apart, we established that our meeting place would be... Uh, Birmingham, Alabama at the McWayne Center. <laughs> I've been to Birmingham once. Birmingham's really rad. I like would love to move there someday. <laughs> it's really cool, but at the same time when I went there, it was like a ghost town. It was a Sunday morning, so I don't know if like everybody was in church except for us or something. Um, yeah. But uh we been, yeah. went to go get food. I, I was on a road trip and there was like all these restaurants but they were closed at noon on sunday and there was nobody walking on the street and we were like where are we but it was really nice it's very pretty i've never been i've never been to alabama i mean i think probably driven through alabama but i've never like stopped in alabama i hugged the coast it's probably for the best (laughs) i like the carolinas i like georgia no shade, Alabama. Florida, not so much. No offense, Florida. <laughs> I don't like the beach, so. Florida's rad as fuck. Everybody tells me that I'm from Florida. Nobody tells me that. I was about to say, what you-, <laughs> I, you said, what state energy do I give off? I did, because I want to believe it's Florida, but I don't know if that's true or not. I think you do give off Florida energy. Yeah. Literally, like. I'm so much of a, like, Florida boo. Like, so much of what I write is, like, set in Florida. <laughs> okay, Carl Hyacin. Okay, John Green. <laughs> Joke's on you guys. I don't read either one of those. <laughs> There's no joke there. I love That's- Carl Hyacin's books. So yeah, he's, he's good. I don't know. I mean, I read every John Green book, but, you know. <laughs> I had a signed copy of The Fault in Our Stars. You saw it because Willem Dafoe's in it. Okay, I had a signed copy of the book, Zach, which came out before the film, but I did only see the <clears> film <throat> because Willem Dafoe. <clears throat> Confession time. I literally, like, avoided Fault in Our Stars, like, the plague. Specifically, the movie at ever, because I saw the trailer where uh, that guy, I know his name, but I'm choosing not to say it, uh, <laughs> did the, put the cigarette in his mouth, and he said... It's a metaphor. You don't light it because it's the thing that kills you, but it's a metaphor. And like I told myself, this that is the most fucking stupid thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And so I didn't watch it for years. And then finally, uh Jade like told me, she was like, No, it's like actually good. Like you probably like it. And I was like, Okay. And I watched it and I literally cried. I thought it was so good. <laughs> so yeah, egg I, on my face. I try not to think about engage in john green discourse because i really like 
that John Green existed for me when I was 16 years old. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. And see, I was never in that fandom, so I just like don't even have to deal with it. <laughs> so. No, I was right there with you, Deirdre. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It, it was weird because like the movies started to come out after that was like over too, I feel like. So it was strange. Like I saw Paper Towns in theaters as well. And like I didn't hate it or anything, but it was like, oh, like, yeah, I definitely liked this when I was 15. And now I'm watching it now and I feel differently and it's kind of ruining it. And so that's why, like, I haven't watched the Looking for Alaska show because I'm just like going to remember it how it was in my head. <laughs> yeah. I say, yeah. No, yeah. no shade to anybody that's a fan film, but John Green gives off very, like, raw XD energy, which, it's like, the time. It was the time. <laughs> <for> <laughs> which, you know, of course, like, I was in plenty of phantoms of my own that give off that energy which is you know it's good when you're like that age or in that time or whatever but i, just I don't feel like know if I, I have to anything could happen though that was like happening in that time period because i'm not a supernatural fan but like death steel was just made <laughs> canon so like i'm so Dude. scared <laughs> that like anything is gonna that anything from like 20 like <laughs> 13 tumblr could just like appear and like hurt me can we talk about how giovanni rubisi would absolutely send people <laughs> to super omega gay hill or whatever the fuck happened in supernatural <laughs> <laughs> like as someone who like knows fucking jack shit about supernatural other than when i heard the news it was like oh guys guys it's destiel and i was like wait you mean the main dude like is being crushed on by like that fucking Jewish like Afro beard guy, but then I was like, wait, I think his name's Azriel, not Desi <laughs> or Zazel or whatever. Who's the guy played by the dude in American Dad? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, I'm finding a picture of this guy who <laughs> apparently is in Supernatural, and I thought that he was like the love interest being referred to, and I was like. This is some weird, Did like you just fucking. Say referred to. <laughs> yeah, referred to. We're we're dragging way too much Tumblr shit up, and I'm not. You guys referred. I have it. I'm gonna more find things this guy. to say about the music video. Please do, please, yeah, fucking... please bring <laughs> us back. Okay, yeah. this is stupid, but before he, when he's FaceTiming Beck, he is going through his contacts, and Elton <laughs> is right above. Or right below Beck's name. Yeah, they just did uh, the same album um, has a song with Alton John on it. Uh, it's really okay, good. Wait. Okay, cool. Yeah, I it's called The Pink Phantom. All the names okay, cool. I'm going to have to get in. I should have done the full album. I should have come prepared. I mean, but... it's not a Beck album, so you're good. <laughs> um, no, it's cool. They actually animated Elton John in the gorillas style too, which they rarely do. But like, it's it's Elton John, so he gets right. what he wants. There's yeah. yeah, he he's there's there was a very cute interview I watched with him and Damon Albarn talking about the album and stuff, and he's just like like Elton John was so into it and like so into being animated and stuff. It was very cute. Oh my god. He said, I'm a cartoon. <laughs> this is I who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, I don't know who that is. Keep talking about the subject matter like you were doing, Deirdre, and ignore Zach. Um, I'm um, trying to make a point. I'll post it on the Twitter. Fuck you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I um I love that Elton John loves new music. Yes, like yes. He, he was interviewed by Dua Lipa a couple weeks ago, and he's talking about how much he loves Rina Sawayama. 
Oh my god. <sighs> and Same, I, was, <laughs> I was getting so happy. What was and- I going to say? Uh, oh, sorry to cut you off, Ginger. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was agreeing. I was agreeing with your point in that uh, one thing I always remember because I really love Foster the People and I remember how like a few years back when Torches, their first album dropped, fucking Elton John was like standing the shit out of them. He was like, Foster People rocks. <laughs> and I was like, Aww. the fact that Elton John is like really tuned into like modern music and is like really supportive of like cool artists makes me so happy. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody he watch just... Rocket Man. <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> watch the movie that made me cry in theaters. Do you uh, not normally cry at movies in theaters? Uh, no, uh, no, I'm I'm down to cry in theaters. I cry okay. at everything. I cry if I think I, I cry if I sneeze too hard. Like, not gonna lie. I had me a fucking too. panic I attack when I saw it. Nonstop. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm opening up the should... video to see who else is in the contacts because I'm curious now. Dude, I was watching fucking A Dog's Life with Josh Gad and Josh Gad made me cry. Shut the fuck <laughs> Wait, I need Wait. to... I wrote my notes about the video on my phone and so I have to leave Zoom. I hope nothing weird happens. I'm I'll sure be it'll back. be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's Okay, cool. It's yeah, fine. we can still hear you. Um, Deirdre took notes, y'all so proud our guests are better than us oh all the only other thing i said was i love grand theft auto oh wait <laughs> back in the lyrics where he says anemic girl writes <laughs> oh he's, like, he's a hemophiliac <laughs> with a dying battery light <laughs> yeah he that's said, take your iron pills girl I took one last night, King. Like, you ate iron <laughs> last night. I it's I don't I I will say full transparency since back to back listeners already know way too much about my medical history. Um, I don't regularly take iron pills, but um, on the four days where I don't take my 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 birth control pills, they're iron pills. So I took one last night. You can take pills of iron, like little metal like pellets. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's what I did last night. I, I ate metal. Her pills, and then she like looked at Noah in the hallway and said, "I am Iron Man." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were frozen or just not saying anything, but I saw you blink, so I'm pretty sure you're just disappointed. <laughs> it's freezing up a little, but like, yeah, I am disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's pretty much all I have to say about the video. Like, it was, I don't know, Beck was cute. Like, he was definitely, like, in front of his, um, like, garage. Uh, and oh, maybe he, he like, le- I saw someone tweeted, like, yeah, he, like that I can he- do more hot takes. <laughs> Get that damn. Oh. Whoa. Oh, did we all Whoa. turn our video off? Is that what happened? Yeah. What do you all do? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh. Sorry, y'all. We freaked out. Um, <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was fine. It was still recording. It doesn't matter. Um, we can all turn our video off. Um, my internet seems to be like chill again, so I can turn my video back on. Um, yeah, no, I liked it. It was cute. I kind of wish the gorillas were in it more. I I don't know. I guess I don't know. Apes. They're just dry. Like I I liked seeing Noodle driving. That's what lo- it looks like when I drive. 
<laughs> I like seeing noodle driving. What? Like, I, I don't know. I still mentally, when I was a Gorillaz so fan, she was like 12. So I'm like, yeah, yeah girl, like you a grown ass bitch now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that is so true. It's like, dude, noodles fucking Rugrats all grown up. She can drive yeah. now. She's like hot as shit too. Not to be one of those like anime titty MFs. Oh, oh, oh! Fucking saw noodle. Fucking my waifu. Oh. That's not what I mean. I'm gorilla boo. <laughs> You're just bullying me for being a tia boo. Okay. I am. Here's my hot take. Uh, I post about it on Twitter. Uh, sorry <laughs> to everybody that said that Beck looked hot or cute in this video. Mans looks fucking homeless in this video. Like, <laughs> I don't think he looks homeless. He looks middle-aged. That's Mans, it. Mans took some fashion tips from Damon Albarn is what I'm going to say about that. He's wearing a very cool-looking acid wash jean jacket. Yeah, as in he looks like he got acid thrown on him by a stranger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you agree with me, Deirdre, that he just looks middle-aged? Like, that's speaking, it. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking, speaking of British people, were you guys in London during the acid attacks? No. I Why was. Because <laughs> I was. That's the only reason I was asking. I was like, oh, maybe I would have bumped into one of you guys. <laughs> I and then to London It could have been, been just like the young girls of Rochefort. We would have been hanging out, like, singing about Beck, and then it's like, oh, wait, but, like, dude, seriously, there's, like, somebody throwing acid around. <laughs> Back to that podcast homework. Go watch the young girls of Rush for it. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it because I was hungover on the day we all watched it. That's together. that's okay. That's valid. But yeah, I was there when the fucking acid attacks were going on. I came to London two days after a naked bike ride. That's all I know. Oh. I know I missed I missed it by two days. Sweet. <laughs> Wish I could have been there. Fucking sweaty ass like naked skin sticking to the rubbery ass bicycle seats fucking leaving an imprint on your butt ah oh, i love that no okay. thank you zach <laughs> um, one time i got my shoelaces caught in my bicycle chain i fucking ate shit like tore my whole body up <laughs> i'm scared of bikes fun fact <laughs> <laughs> that's a beck fact courtney is scared of this bikes so chaotic <laughs> welcome dear <laughs> she's like, trying so hard to you guys so i knew this is gonna be chaotic <laughs> <laughs> it's, different. it's different when it's happening to you though isn't it yes. it's a little overwhelming i'm like used to it so this is like nothing to me but like it, it i know it's probably really scary let's Let's stay on topic. Okay, so... I'm going to throw off Deirdre as much as possible. Stop it. Be nice to her. <laughs> that was a good one. I'll give it to you. Wait, um, I was saving it for the perfect time. Okay, what were we talking about? Uh, so we can either discuss the uh, songs that we showed Deirdre, or we could hit her with some back factor fiction. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> what would you like to do first, Deirdre? We'll yeah, Deirdre, decide. good. I really want to talk about uneventful day. Uneventful days, uneventful nights. Living in the dark, waiting for the light. Caught up in these never-ending battle lines. Everything has changed, nothing it feels right. No, 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 I know, no, I know it's gone. No, whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 
Um, okay. So I think that that guy in, because we watched the video. Yeah. And I like the song. It was weird. Um, I'm going to pull up the lyrics. But that guy who was on the phone and he had the Beck poster falling off of the wall. Yeah. I think my my headcanon for him is that he was Beck's business manager, which is my job. <laughs> I'm a music <laughs> business manager. I think of that. That's so funny. Yeah, he fucking turns to the camera and he says, the radio will never play loser. <laughs> Do you have posters of your clients on the wall like that? I have. I have one poster of my client but in our office we had a bunch of posters of our clients we had some before it closed because of covid yeah i love that not at closing but having posters up yeah yeah it was cute there was like a warped tour that had like like 50 percent of our clients were on warped tour in 2016 or something so we had that warped tour poster that's so cool it's cute but yeah he him just sitting there on the phone and then very doing all the things that he's probably getting back some health insurance yeah he's probably doing guy, a cash flow guy fucking needs it we know that <laughs> exactly it's open enrollment season baby beck if you're listening fucking get health insurance dog hire dear yeah, your music manager or whatever the term what is the term you said music man i said i said business manager business manager okay yeah i have brain rot so i forget things immediately but hire deirdre back if you're listening which i hope you're not but i do hope you're listening to this episode just so you can hire deirdre yeah they call her the spin doctor doctor i'll do anything did you say spin doctor doctor yes i said spin doctor doctor doctor. the spin doctor doctor (laughs) wow the first time i saw you use drdr as like an abbreviation of your name because that's my name without vowels because my name is seven letters but three there's too many so (laughs) can i literally say it when like I was gonna try to like throw you off by saying some like wacky shit. I'll say, dear just say your name without any vowels, but like literally you already do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's can I call you deep. can I call you Deeds like Mr. Deeds? If you'd like to, my good friend Eric, who is the other Beck fan that I'm friends with, oh. calls me Deeds. Oh, well I won't do that then. I mean, no, you can. <laughs> Shout out to him. <laughs> Sounds like a person. Shout thing. out to Eric. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Beck. <laughs> Eric, what do you think of Uneventful Days? Send us a postcard at Courtney, put an address here. <laughs> no, I don't want them to know my address. I've thought about like doing like a giveaway or like sending postcards out or something, but I'm like, I don't want anyone to know dude, my address. <laughs> yeah, dude, if we do a giveaway, I'm gonna send some heinous shit like you already know it. <laughs> I need if to get do a, a P.O. box first, and then... <laughs> if we do a giveaway, like, I'm going to send you, like, a tortoise shell with, like, a really, like, uncannily accurate picture of Beck, like, painted on there. But it's, like, it's, like, the scream with, like, really, like, gross watercolor, and it's going to be, like, all melty and shit. 
Cool. Continue, Deirdre, about your thoughts on Uneventful Day. This is the first time we've ever talked about a song off Hyperspace because I just said we're doing it instead of waiting for the algorithm to give it to us. So this is special. We we insisted, yeah. I really liked you guys showed me Loser and you showed me Uneventful Day. So like, this oldest stuff and this newest stuff. Yeah. And obviously I had heard Loser before and I know you guys have talked about it before. Yeah. But I liked having the refresher of it and seeing the video. So I could compare it to Uneventful Day. Yeah. And it's yeah. been such a journey. I think it's really interesting when artists, I know this has been like 20 years, but I really think it's interesting how artists use the resources that they're given. So back when he made Loser, it was just him and his guitar. And like, I mean, maybe I don't know that much. Maybe he did have a huge record producer, but it was much more DIY than this, obviously. Yes. Now he has virtually unlimited resources and some artists when they do that especially like when you go to your sophomore album you don't know how to use those resources properly and it just doesn't sound like you anymore Mm -hmm. but Beck has done such a good job over the years from what little I know of him but I know like at least I feel like I probably know a song off each album I'm confident enough to say that yeah and he's done such a good job of changing his career and growing with his resources and not letting them, not letting trends or, uh, uh, you know, shiny buttons in the studio, like hold him back. He's really good at using his resources properly. Yeah. Which I think is such a good mark of a good artist. Hell yeah. yeah. That was so eloquent. So much nicer put than anything we've ever said. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say some like heinous shit, but like Deirdre made it genuine. So I'm just not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> the guest is always nicer to Beck than you are. Yeah. <laughs> Should we bounce it out? <laughs> no. No. I do like, what do, you, what do you guys think of this song, Uneventful Day? I really like it. Uh, I really like Hyperspace on the whole. Like, I think it's a really good album. A lot of people kind of... There, there's a there's a sector of Beck fans who you may have heard us talk about before on the podcast uh, that we refer to as Beck boomers. And they're not necessarily boomers. They're just people who think he was only good in the 90s. Uh, right. And so they don't like Maggie's a lot of the modern stuff and i i really enjoy hyperspace i was very surprised not surprised by it i guess because i mean i always like what he does but um it's definitely a different turn for him and i think this song is a good example of the album on the whole mm-hmm. yeah i mean yeah i did you pick this song because you thought I would like the video. Yeah, that was one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the video is great. It's a great video. It's really good. Um, I think it's really cool that he left and then made an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is like, I, I jokingly call this the divorce album. Because he separated from his wife before this album came out. And he publicly announced he left Scientology the day the album came out. Right. But it's easy to assume that he left 
the church probably around the time he left his wife because I think that those things went together yes you know obviously there's not a lot of details out there but this is very much like the the rest of the the lyrical content of the album is about like losing I think losing someone you love but in a way that you're like over it and you're kind of like trying to work on yourself and how you fit into a world that you don't understand which is very like with all of the context of leaving a church that he's literally been in and out of since he was a child because his dad was involved with it It, it's very interesting yeah and I think what you just said is a really good summation of the whole album and the song where the the chorus of the song is like I know it's gone yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and like living in the dark waiting for the light it's like after you go through like a huge like something huge like that you're just like going through the motions until you feel like a human again yeah and I feel like that's what this song is about yeah no I I hope you're in a better place now (laughs) I know I know He's, he's so sad I feel so bad I just want to give him a hug yeah now but y'all are the, saying genuine shit. I can't make. I was going to say Zach can't say anything because we're being so genuine and insightful. Yeah, I fucking like. I was gonna make a joke, but now I can't. <laughs> Go ahead, make the joke. Is it gonna be another cock joke? No, it's not. It could be. No, it's not. Uh, here's a Beck fact. Uh, he called it hyperspace because after. He got his ass divorced and out of the church. He wanted to launch himself into space. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, I think I mean, that's a Beck fact. Yeah, I think that is a Beck fact. That's, that's a Beck fact. <laughs> um, yeah, good for him. Yeah. We all feel he just Good for be, her. He was instead launched through a portal into the ocean on the plastic. <laughs> there you go. Bring it all around. <laughs> Same vibes. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, uh, I love that they use like a 90s Volvo in this mm-hmm. video. My grandparents had that car. Oh my God. My this is just a Deirdre video. We didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking lucked out. Yeah. Um, yes. And yeah, I, it's just the epitome of, I don't know. Like, I like when that. The, I'm stumbling all over my words. But the video is every detail in it is back to the theme. And the Volvo is just made me smile as a detail of being the epitome of like an uneventful day is driving a Volvo. No, and to um, <laughs> Tessa Thompson and um, Evan Rachel Wood uh, are dressed like Beck into other of his music videos which he does a lot he self-references a lot so Evan Rachel Wood's dressed uh, in the shirt he wears in the sex laws video and her hair is kind of similar and then Tessa Thompson is wearing the outfit he wore in Devil's Haircut and that's why she's got that like weird ass wig on because <laughs> that's, that's what so Beck's cool hair looks like. yeah yeah so it is interesting it's almost like those characters are him like talking to himself in two very different periods of his career. Wow. That's sick. Yeah. Beck just, wants to kiss, Beck just wants to kiss himself. 
And they're also, yeah, I wanted yeah. them to kiss so bad. We watched the video together and I was like, kiss! I know she unmuted to say kiss. It was so good. We were all thinking best. it. Yeah. We were. Um, that's really cool. Especially if you're like in those uneventful days, you just have your other people. That's That's just cool. I would like, I didn't realize that it was him in other videos, so I was just them dressed up in, like, the fringe and the hat. I was, like, made me think of how there's this gay yeehaw revival going on True. Right True. Beck's down. <laughs> yeah. I think, he, yeah, he can be part of the yeah. part of the gay yeehaw he's revival. Like, he's like, do you guys you want to listen to Morning Phase? Everybody's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe it's just I don't know if it's the age I am or the culture that we're in it could be both but the gays are reclaiming so much of like culture that they grew up with but were rejected from yeah and I feel like this song also it's kind of like carving out your identity after a big thing happens yeah definitely so. Peter's got hella insight going on. I know this is our smartest episode. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> the big, the thank big you. episode. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> okay, Zach, I remembered the joke that I was saying. I, I Deirdre earlier, I was telling Zach I thought of a like blank to ba- blank joke, but it wasn't. It was <laughs> It was back to back to the tune of nine to five, and you talking about con- like gays loving country music made me think of Dolly Parton, the Queen. So we need to release a cover of nine to five, but we go working back to back. Yeah, where we, where we sing. <laughs> we aren't making song. a living <laughs> <laughs> on our podcast that makes no money. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, sorry to derail. Stumble out of and go to the kitchen. Oh yeah, we'll have we'll we'll hire you to cover it actually because you can sing and we can't, but we will pay you. Don't worry. And we'll star in the music video where we roll up to the church and flip them off. Hell yeah! What if we all go to our local centers and flip it off? For the music, <laughs> yeah, I w- I want to know where the closest one to me is because I feel like it's got to be Atlanta. Like there can't be one closer. I'll find it. I'll take a hot steamer out in front of it. Florida, Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> Yikes! Oh yeah, you got a fancy one, dear. <laughs> a fancy one. And Skyler's close to a fancy one too in San Francisco. Finding out about this podcast is kind of scary. That's why I bleep it. Just like I don't want, I can argue that the S word is actually like Sarasota. I, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what the S word is. We've never said it. So come at me. Illegal. Elron. Oh, Elron. He's watching from hell, heaven, wherever, whatever their afterlife is. He's in Xenu's anus. <laughs> Giovanni Rabisi came out saying that um, he knows fun. nothing about aliens and that they don't believe in aliens, but I think he's full of shit. 
Dude, honestly, awesome. if my religion was just Star Trek, like I'd lean fully into it. <laughs> you should I'm make this saying. one. I will. I'll call it Zachology. <laughs> Zachology. What y'all just like worship uh, fucking Charlie Kaufman as your god? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will Everybody not be joining get... the religion. Everybody <laughs> has to get really curly froze and we drink fucking not seltzer. Malibu. Mal- yeah. yeah, we drink Malibu straight out the bottle. With milk and lemonade, right? We drink... Look, the fact that you don't believe that Malkabunade or whatever I called it. <laughs> lip, lip, lim, limilkabu, that's what I think I called it, or whatever I called it. The fact that you don't believe... I can't you tell it's a real drink because I don't even know what it's fucking called. The fact that you said that you don't believe it proves that you are ye of little faith. It's um, a really good-ass drink. I also don't drink alcohol, so, like, of course I don't believe that it's good. <sighs> You're fucking straight-edge as shit. Yeah, I am. I'm why a you, why ruler, do do baby. Just know that, like, the two different spectrums of back-to-back are, like, on one end straight-edge Courtney, and on the other borderline alcoholic Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to the fact that I remember everything and you remember nothing. It's such a good balance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I fucking, like, blew up all my brain cells, all the Malibu I drink. <laughs> the milk and, and lemonade, really, that's killing you, not the Malibu. Look, milk, lemonade, Malibu is not only the best Amy Schumer song, it's also a <laughs> drink. <laughs> if any of you watch Amy Schumer, I'm coming to get you. That's a back-to-back hope. That's not a back-to-back podcast question or homework. That's a back-to-back podcast threat. Law. <laughs> That's a back-to-back podcast promise. Oh god. Um, do we have anything else to say about either uneventful days or loser before we get on to a round of back factor fiction? No. <laughs> I think you put everything very nicely, uh, Deirdre, about that song, and I'm glad that we showed it to you and that we got to talk about it, finally. Truly a poet. It's almost like you make music yourself. Uh, Will you play Blue Monday for us? (laughs) (laughs) When we go to karaoke, uh, me playing Blue Monday is just not as much of a treat as watching Sean and Dimitri sing blue monday at karaoke i can't even imagine i want that so badly well i'll sing blue monday at karaoke yeah i have to i have to keep myself from like gushing over deirdre for being like an actual musician she's incredible everyone it's like it's like uh sorry to cough i'm ripping like a fat cigarette for everybody at home that can't see it I've got like a really like packed cigarette full of like dip stuck inside that I'm smoking right now. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like the David Lynch quote, like, uh, like he couldn't paint. So he became a filmmaker. It's like, Oh, like I can't make music. So I like try to make do with writing. So I think it's truly amazing that you are someone that actually makes music because music is possibly my favorite mode of artistic expression so i think that's really awesome deirdre yeah thank you so much 
<laughs> to get really like genuine on the Ben to Ben so podcast. <laughs> no, it's so nice to hear. I've been holed up trying to finish this project I'm working on. So like, it's nice <gasps> to hear you say that. <laughs> this was this was um very last minute thought of. Uh, <laughs> Because we were joking about it before we started recording, that Deirdre said she would believe anything we said about Beck as a fact because she doesn't know a ton about him. So I went and wrote very quickly a list of Beck true or false questions, which we're now calling Beck fact or fiction. So we're going to yeah. see how Deirdre It's our favorite does. segment on the podcast. I will say the thing that I was like, I'm going to save this for later. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. this segment. I thought that Beck was married to Elizabeth Moss. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Guess what? Elizabeth Moss is not married to Beck. She was married to Fred Armisen. What? Yes. I didn't know that. I I knew that. Mississippi, not going to call him a king, Fred Armisen. But yes, I did know that. Oh my god. Yeah. Isn't that like so much to hear, Courtney? <laughs> wow, that like just shattered my entire world. Which makes Natasha Leone and Elizabeth Moss coochie cousins. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so this is so much for me. Okay, yeah, no, he was married. Zach to- just walked away. He just left. That's my Beck fact and fiction. <laughs> Oh my god, that's yeah, he was married to Marissa Rabisi, twin of Giovanni yeah. Rabisi. Because you guys weren't saying it and I guess, I don't know where I picked that up, but I just assumed and then you guys did cousins until <laughs> 10 episodes in. So I just I just thought it was Elizabeth Moss until the first time you guys said her name. I don't like to say her name because I'm also worried about her legal team um because we're not nice to her. Just call her Lady Joker. That's a little bit <laughs> moss, not Marissa yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 to know that I committed fully to the bit, I literally got up and like yeah. walked away from my computer. <laughs> it's <laughs> so I just jumped back into the conversation. Um, so shall I start reading off these facts? I'm going to read them instead of Zach because I think Zach would just start laughing or go rogue. So come on. <laughs> um, uh- but also i don't have the questions anymore exactly (laughs) okay did that on purpose so here's here's number one beck was homeless for a period that i know is a beck fact that is a beck fact good job (laughs) for everyone at home i've turned off my screen and like i'm muting myself so that i won't give away anything for dear good idea good honestly yeah um beck has 14 studio albums Quickly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, just... I think that's fiction. I nope. think it's, it's, it's exactly what's 14. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you'd think it'd be a Beck fiction that he's talented, but uh, <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. I think if he died, like, we'd be good. We have plenty of albums. God, stop oh! it. <laughs> He did this with Skylar, and <laughs> I don't going to talk about Beck dying every time a Beck, like a guest, comes on <laughs> until it's Beck himself. And then what are you going to do? Tell him to die to his face. I'll the like thought fe- of- <laughs> I'll feed him a bowl of rusty nails and hope he gets lockjaw. 
evil. Um, Beck is related to Johnny Cash. That's Beck fiction. Yes, that is. I love the phrase Beck fiction so much. Um, Beck's mom was a Warhol girl. That's uh, that's a Beck fact. Yes. I thought you said Beck's mom was a Warhog girl. I was like, yeah. She's a- Do not disrespect think- Bibby Hansen on this podcast. <laughs> was she... Did she ever go to, to Studio 54 while pregnant? Oh no. my god, what a question. What the fuck? <laughs> Has Beck met Disco Dottie? Oh my god. <laughs> Beck fact or fiction? That's, That's a Beck fact. I hope it's a Beck fact. Um, is her name Peepee? What'd you say her name is? Bibby. <laughs> Do not bully his mother on this podcast. Peepee um, Hanson. Beck has contributed to a Lonely Island track. That's a Beck fact. Yes. Yeah. Um. Beck's real name is Beckford Hansen. No, that's Beck Fiction. Yeah, ah! that, that one's from Zach. I was really hoping I'd get you. What's his real name? It's Beck's his middle name, right? Beck is his his first name is Beck, but it's without the C. It's B E K David <laughs> Campbell. Beck David <laughs> Campbell is his legal. I don't know. Maybe he's changed it legally to Beck. I feel like he's probably. Yeah. What what a fucking name. That just like sounds like he'd get polio. <sighs> what is wrong with you? What was the disease you were obsessed with him having the one time that I edited out because I was worried some people might have it? I don't know. Fucking gal. Morphans. You wouldn't oh. stop with Morphan <laughs> syndrome. Look, he's fucking scrawny and frail as fuck. Like, I literally have a friend who uh is uh, anemic. So that's a different <laughs> disease. <laughs> okay. Um, that that's like the worst thing I've done. I have friends who are brittle boned. I can make <laughs> those jokes. <laughs> um, backdated Rose McGowan for six months. That's a Beck fact. It's a Beck fiction. No. <laughs> Um, Beck's not Kanye West. <laughs> That's Amber Rose. Yeah. But no, Mar- Marilyn Manson was with Rose McGowan. Oh my God. I literally looked at the poster on my wall and was like, do something to do with Marilyn Manson. Um, as God I was writing fucking, these facts. Come on. Um, Beck was Catholic for a three year period. No way. Yeah, no, he's Jewish. See, that one I would actually believe because, like, no shade at all, but like, he's hopped through so many different stuff. That, like, if he just tried out Catholicism for yeah. a bit, like, I would have believed it. Courtney, no one, no one tried. Never mind. Next question. You <laughs> <laughs> um, should cut the camera's dead ass. Uh, Beck has a planned collaboration with Lil Nas X. What? That's a back fact. I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> you think fact? You think fact? No, I I want. I'm just gonna say fact because I want it to be true. It's unfortunately not, but I'm praying. <laughs> oh, can <laughs> you imagine? Back. I'd love Everyone that. Everyone, so back to back homework from me is to manifest 
Beck and Lil Nas X collaborate. Anyone I was gonna go say that. Back to that co- podcast homework. Uh, manifest. Yeah. <laughs> um, Beck got in a fist fight with Liam Gallagher of Oasis fame. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Beck. <laughs> This is a tough one. Come on, this is a tough one. <laughs> I can see every vein on Deirdre's forehead just popping out. <laughs> Deirdre's about to fucking Jimmy Neutron brain blast. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Beck fiction. It is Beck fiction. Yeah, because as we all know, Beck can't fight for shit because he's a little fucking pussy beta cuck who'd get his ass whooped by anybody, including a toddler if he ran into one. You're being so mean. Dude, dude, camera's off. Like, I get evil. (laughs) I I want the listeners to know that Zach's, like, display picture is still the guy he described from Supernatural earlier, and it's not helping the situation. Metatron. His name's Metatron. He has a fucking Okay, Metatron is, is canonically He's named after a Transformer. Voice... No, it's the voice of God. No, he's not. He's the fucking bad guy in Transformers. Help me out, Deirdre. It's the voice of God. I watched fucking every Transformers movie with Shia LaBeouf and fucking... uh, Fox. Wait, what's his fucking name? The guy that... uh, He's uh, Marky Mark. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, why did I forget Mark Wahlberg's name? It's my life's goal to go to a Wahlburgers and just like eat every burger there. No. I watched every fucking Michael Bay Transformers movie and Metatron shows up and says, you're all sinners, you're going to die. So I fucking know who fucking Metatron is. Okay, I'm going to go on to the next He's question. my fucking profile pic. Beck co-wrote one of Lady Gaga's songs. Oh, Courtney, songs. you're frozen on my end. Beck co-wrote a song off of Lady Gaga's Joanne. That's definitely a Beck fact. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that, that awesome? A Beck fact or an incredibly well-crafted Beck yeah. fact. <laughs> That's like, that one's like think, too thought out. <laughs> do you think Beck was like, here, Lady Gaga, trying this hat? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I'm going to write that fan fiction later. Honestly. <laughs> that Beck fiction. Right. We'll do a dramatic reading. <laughs> that's a Beck. <laughs> that's a Beck fiction, as in Beck fan fiction. Okay, there's Deirdre. I just want you to know, um, the world oh of Beck god. fan oh my fiction god. Oh is my intense. God. There's like a sixty chapter Tom York ex Beck fan fiction out there, and there's also one with him and oh fuck, um fuck, what's the oh Jesus Giovanni Ribisi Sonic Youth? Who's the Sonic Youth singer? Um, uh, there's Chris, some more. There's Chris some more. Coldplay. Chris Coldplay. Final answer. Uh, there's there's a Thurston Moore Beck fanfic that involves dolphins. I'm too scared to read it, but it's a it's a rich and varied medium Beck fiction. If you do ever do a live stream for charity, you should do a like a read Beck fan fiction. At this reward. point, that's I, at a this great point, idea. At this point, I need to be productive, so I'm just gonna write Beck fan fiction, and we'll just do read it. it. Do All it. Right. That's good. Inspired um, by our homophobic Giovanni Ribisi medieval <laughs> accidental Beck fiction, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I have two more and then I'm done. Uh, these were written by Zach, I just want to say. Um, <laughs> Beck was a producer on Beyonce's Lemonade. No. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade's too cool for Beck. <laughs> that um, was Ezra Koenig who helped write something on there of vampire. Uh, hold up. It's, yeah, and a couple other indie boys are on Isn't there. Isn't Father John Misty exactly. on there? Yeah. Yeah. He's also on Joanne, too. So, woo. Um, I love this. Beck is related to the brothers in the band Hanson, best known for Mbop. That, uh, that's Beck fiction. Yes, it is. Ah! That's Hanson fiction. That's- <laughs> that is, yeah. I Hansen really thought I could get that. They're Hanson with an O. He's Hanson with an E. See, Deirdre <laughs> knew as soon as you said these are written by Zach. Deirdre said, okay, these are all going to be bullshit. <laughs> you did. Okay, so oh, I, I need to count know how, how Hanson is spelled. Couldn't think you know. I did not think you'd remember or like notice actually. <laughs> Shows that I can't pull the wool over Deirdre's eyes. She's got too big of a brain. You got seven out of 13 <laughs> correct. If we want to count the little Nas X one, which I think you knew was false, so I may give that to you. So you got eight out of 13 correct. All right. Thank so you, you pass, but you know, you may want to get a tutor. <laughs> <laughs> a back tutor. We're her back tutors, which is why she failed. Yeah, Beck Tutor Beck. <laughs> back tutor Beck. Back tutor. Join Beck. our Patreon and we'll tutor you and Beck, the Patreon we don't have. I don't even know what content we would put out for Patreon. I guess writing Beck fanfiction. If you give us two dollars, we'll write um we'll write ben rated Beck fanfic. fanfiction. Yeah. If you pay five dollars a month, we'll write like severely explicit like and really fucking fiction. like gross ass fucking yeah floppy toppy like beck hardcore uh-huh uh. see now see like this is how long like i've already been friends with y'all like i could just be saying bullshit and y'all just like uh-huh yeah keep going yeah no that's good keep going yeah great yeah, just like the wall that i hit with every friendship eventually so the fact that i'm there Makes me know that y'all are like real ones. We are real ones. <laughs> we are. It's just me reading a chapter of Moby Dick every week. <laughs> it's you. For $60, you watch an episode of Riverdale every week. Oh my God. Fucking Christ. So I'm going weird. to watch Riverdale eventually for something with the pod, and that's just going to be like the day my soul dies. It's good because you're, you'll have Shut the best up. show ever. That doesn't hey, involve Jude Law. <laughs> guess what? That's objectively not true. <laughs> not even subjectively. That's objectively not true. Corey's okay. making a fucking face. I Get am. out of I here. I, I was you're, wearing my drug head. Bogus. I was wearing my drug head shirt yesterday. Yeah, you uh. should uh, burn it. No. No. Um, Corey simply said no. No, with a heart emoji. Um. <laughs> Deirdre, would you like to plug anything you have to plug? Sure. Thank you. Okay. So um, you can follow me on Instagram at Deirdre Crean or on Twitter at Deirdre's Music. And I will spell my name. It is spelled D-E-I-R-D-R-E. And my last name is spelled C-R-E-A-N. And... Um, I'm going to be coming out with an EP, a five-song EP, in two weeks. <gasps> That's so <laughs> um, exciting. November Guys, this is a fucking exclusive sneak peek at, of yeah. the announcement. <laughs> November, yeah, I have not 
it my bios right now say that it has it out but I haven't like done a post yet because I've been so busy trying to make sure that it's going to be done mm-hmm. so I haven't right like, right yeah but I'll tell you guys <laughs> um and yeah what does my music sound like um uh not Beck but maybe one Beck <laughs> 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 Beck and Deirdre collab when? Please. <laughs> but yeah, be- uh, don't don't love Beck. Uh, listen anyway. <laughs> That's it's true. You, it, she's fantastic. Trust us. Deirdre is incredible. She's so awesome. Thank you. I'm excited about it. It's my first. Uh, it's my first EP. Ooh, so exciting! Literally, I'm so excited. <laughs> Are you going to do, um, how are you releasing it? Like, what is, what platforms can it be heard or purchased on? Do you know yet? Probably, probably all the majors, like Spotify, Apple mm-hmm. Music, Tidal, uh, iTunes, YouTube, um, and any other one. I paid for DistroKid, so <laughs> whatever cool. DistroKid for me. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. I think everything. Yeah. Good. And it'll just be under my name. Yeah, and we will be sharing it when it comes out. We will, oh, we will, of course, so that you guys can easily access it, and we'll, you know, at her and everything when this episode comes out, so you can easily follow her and keep <laughs> up with Deirdre. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Of course. Thank, Thank you for being you, on and Deirdre. saying some of the most intelligent things we've had on the podcast since Skylar was on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Um, I guess I do our thing that you follow us on Twitter, back to back pod, and on Instagram, back to back podcast. Uh, you all probably already doing that unless there's a new listener, which hello, new listener. I'm sorry that you're here. Hi, I hope um, you like your fucking shitty podcast. Um, yeah, and uh, we're very thankful to have Deirdre here with us today. Thank you guys for having me. Deirdre's so great, everybody. <laughs> She is. We we love Deirdre. Stan Deirdre for clear skin. Everybody stand Deirdre. I was ugly, but now I'm beautiful. I still won't show my face. He's too beautiful to show his face because Deirdre made him like it's That's... too it's like mythologically too beautiful for human Yeah, eyes. before I was Squidward, now I'm handsome Squidward. That's the power of Deirdre. All Deirdre had to do was just fucking slam a door in my face and now I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well thank you everyone do y'all have anything else to say before we say goodbye happy thanksgiving send it's me some dressing yet. send me some dressing through the mail we have two more episodes to record before thanksgiving <sighs> yeah <laughs> Well, on that note, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.